everybody. Welcome to The Bearded Bride, episode number 10. This is a podcast with two guys talking weddings. I'm Eric Smith, and I'm here in the Cleveland Music Group studio with my partner, Mr. Dustin Lopez. Dustin, how are you? I am so well. It's beginning to be spring. How are you, Eric? I'm good. Thanks for asking. It's a new season. It's a new season of questioning. I figured I'd ask you for the first time on this podcast how you are. I'm well. Well, it is spring now, as we're recording this. It was the first day of spring this week. doesn't feel like it. But like I said, this is episode number 10. X. We made it. Yes. We're, we're done after this. Ten episodes and out. Mini-series. And a movie. Um, so how is, uh, how's the house going? I know the you guys house, moved in. Oh my gosh, I cannot even begin. It's coming together. We're, we're moved in. Uh, and it's been fantastic being moved in. There's kind of a half-finished kitchen. There's like ha- like a bathroom that has like everything other than like a little bit of tile work to be done, and then um, all the floors. I mean, it's just crazy. It's weird being in a house that's been under construction for like three, four months. Yeah, but it's gonna be awesome though. The pictures look amazing and pool party. Yeah, what? Uh, Melissa's been posting a lot of Instagram stories. Lately. Oh my gosh, she Pinterest like if you if you think about like the perfect Pinterest bedroom. That's what she did to our bedroom. Your bathroom is huge. I, I don't want to get started. It on looks the really big. So yeah. much room we for activities. We borrowed some space from another room. Okay. So yeah. Well, we're gonna get into it. We have another great guest this week. Um, we have Dr. Mary Wiley of Code Cairo in Beechwood. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Besides being a, a doctor and you know everything else that you do, you're also newly engaged and you're planning a destination wedding. How has that been? It's been pretty low-key, mostly because we booked with a resort that does a lot of the planning for me. I'm really, really busy, so it's it's nice that they're taking kind of, they just give me a catalog, they say, pick stuff you like, and that's what I do. That's nice. Where is it? It's going to be Antigua, Sandals, oh, Antigua, wow. yeah. I've never been, but I've only heard great things, so I was like, Chad, pick pick a place that looks nice. <laughs> you get three places, and he goes, I want that one. I said, yes, that's what I wanted to. How did you decide on a destination wedding? Um, well, just my immediate family, brothers, sisters, parents, and their significant others. That was 15 people. And I was like, oh, goodness. And then I have 30-plus cousins mm-hmm. and then 30-plus aunts and uncles. It was just – and then his family, too. And we were like, oh, my goodness. We don't have time to plan a huge <laughs> wedding like this. And we deserve a vacation. Let's go on a destination wedding. I've seen I've seen photos from this place. It looks pretty sick I'm from the gonna, resort. Yeah, yeah. I, if I had to do it all over again, I I might consider doing That's that. That's what I keep getting. Everybody yeah. just keeps saying. That's, before oh, I, I started planning, I was like, uh, you know, going up to it, I was like, I just wanna, I just wanna elope somewhere, go to like Vegas or something, get married, and be done with it. But that, that's not what happened. Make it an experience. Yeah, exactly. How many people are you expecting? Um. So the funny thing is, we invited. 40 people. Um, like I said, 15 of those are my immediate family members. So I got five more people to invite. So I invited, I actually have a tattoo of my be- very best friends. I call them my birds. So I invited my <laughs> birds and then I was done. And then I said, Chad, I need you to invite some of my other friends too. <laughs> because his immediate family members was like four. So he invited a couple of our other friends. And we, best thing is, is our save the date was an email saying, hey, nice. oh my gosh, you're saving money all over the we're place. going to this place, <laughs> it's going to be fun, we'd like you to come if you can, but totally understand if you can't, we'll, we'll party when we get back. 
Yeah. And um, the very next day, we already had 20 people book, and now there are 38 people booked. So <laughs> we did not expect that. So it's going to be a big That's party. like one of the highest turnouts I've ever that's really percentage good, yeah. wise like in a destination wedding at yeah, all that's, cool. like, that's crazy awesome and i think my brother got married in ireland we had i think the 23 people total yeah it was still fun though um so you uh you're a chiropractor yes and you have this practice uh code cairo in beachwood mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that so when so uh chad or dr chad teague he opened teague chiropractic uh performance and health in, this is your fiance yes and manor in 2016 or 2015 february and i was still in school so when i moved up here he had started he started out of a gym in this one room and just grinded it out for about a year and then when i moved up here we were ready to expand get bigger and he had started this foundation of a movement based um, kind of chiropractic we call it we really like to call it new school chiropractic when we focus on not just joints and restoring neural health and everything, but really the way people move and correcting that and how that impacts their life. And that's kind of what we've built our foundation of our practice around is just watching movement, soft tissue, joint mobilization, all the above, and kind of making a big difference in someone's life on everyday habits kind of thing instead of come in, see it for two minutes, out the door. Sorry, I was just looking at your website. Pretty nice website. It's pretty Thank sweet, you. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little help from that. Um, so we don't. I feel like we don't have the opportunity to have you know doctors in here very often. So we wanted to kind of um, capitalize on that. And you're a very fit person. So we, the topic this week um, we landed on was getting healthy for your wedding. And I guess coming up with the topic, I wanted to specify getting healthy as opposed to getting or losing weight yeah, for your wedding. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of a touchy subject mm-hmm. right now. Um, but uh, getting healthy for your way, I feel like it's, it's super important. And maybe even expounding on that and something Dustin was mentioning prior to recording is staying healthy after your wedding, which yeah. can be difficult as well if you're, you know, you're ramping up to it and then you, know, you just kind of stop after that. I think it's, it, it's, it's interesting because when I was talking about um, with Eric about the topic – it was very corollary to how we look at photography. You know, you have before the wedding, you know, your engagement photos, et cetera. You have your wedding photos, et cetera. And then after that, we have so much more photography to do with every family that we meet, you know, whether they have a child or, right. you know, just, a, uh, you know, a holiday photo or something, you know, with their family or whatever. And, um, you know, that same evolution can happen uh, with your health. And, and, you know, it's really important to do that, um, whether it's, you know, getting healthy before your wedding to, you know, look really amazing on your wedding day. And then even like the day of the wedding, I feel like there's a certain aspect to like staying healthy, staying alert, you know, not overindulging, et cetera. And then after that, you know, um, maybe you have a child and, you know, you're looking for, you know, prenatal care, et cetera. So those are all things that really kind of go into the same topic. I feel like, what do you think, Eric? I, I wish I could speak more on this, but I am one of those people oh, after our baby. Um, I, I guess after my wife got pregnant with our first son, I just kind of stopped doing everything. And I was a guy that was going to the gym every day. Um, I don't know if, Dustin, you know this about me. I used to weigh 273 pounds. I was a pretty big guy. And I lost about 70 pounds and, and slowly have been just losing muscle after that and putting it back on. But I've uh, this week is something that, that I've been trying to do is, is get back into it and maybe start running just doing something 
because uh, I don't want to get trapped because I've been there before. I don't want to go back. So that's a huge motivator. Um, but it's that starting that's really difficult, I think. Um, it's almost like uh, Mitch Hedberg had that joke about flossing, and now I can't remember it, but it's uh, it's really difficult to start flossing, and I feel it's like the same way about uh, about what, um, you know losing weight or, or just getting healthy. But it's a thing that every bride thinks about. Yeah. The day she gets engaged, I feel like. Oh, every single day, she, too. And then every day after that is like, how am I going to look good in that dress, you know? And... and uh, I think even when we were talking with Patrice Catan, you know, that was, uh, you know, a, a re- very relevant topic. Like, how do you look good in your dress? How do you get fit to enough to, you know, look good in that dress? Mm-hmm. And I think it's uh, applicable to every single bride that's out there. So, with that said, what are some tips? Oh, tips. Um, you're going through this. So, I, it's like, it's, you, but yeah. you're already fit. What about, so it's uh, like, we can start, start at the beginning. What are tips to just... Just to get started, like if um, someone's yeah. on the fence and like just you needs said, that getting push. Start, getting started is the hardest part. Um, I I re- think about my mom right now. She she was up here recently and she watched uh, Chad, my fiance, and I do a workout together and we do CrossFit together. And by the way, it's a really really good way to bond with your significant other. Working out together makes going to work out a lot easier. So getting that started that way. That might be dependent way, on your significant yeah. other. <laughs> getting started that way is always nice when you don't have to worry about, um, oh, but if I go work out after work, I'm missing time with him, her or missing time with him. And, um, well, why don't we make it a date? Let's go work out together. And then we spent time together at the same time while making ourselves better. That's one little thing to, in terms of time maintenance. But, I, I was telling Dustin before, um, getting started, I, lot, I know a lot of people, when they get started, they think they have to go all in. It's like, oh, I'm going to get started. I'm going to start running every single day. Well, why don't we just run? If we're not running at all right now, why don't we run one to two times a week? Right. And then that'll be become not enough, and then you'll start running three times a week or four times a week. And then all, all of a sudden, two months down the road, you're, run, you're running five times a week. You've lost... 20 pounds and you've done it the right way yeah it's this i feel it's like it's the the small little changes that you can make that will start to snowball into you know bigger lifestyle changes like for me um stopping drinking uh soda was a huge thing like i just i cut out pop and i never really looked back and it's not something that, that i like think about even anymore like i just don't drink pop but you sugar, know, I have I have other vices. Sugar's yeah. the sugar's oh the absolute. Oh my god, devil. I love sugar so much. I swear. Sweet treats. As Sweet I'm treats. holding my Starbucks cup here, right? <laughs> this this was a no fat sugar though, though. See, Mary was coming in, so I went with a bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> you were thinking about me when you I was like, I don't want her to morning. report back to Chad and tell him like he was drinking soda. <laughs> Um, I would too. I'd yeah, like, he, totally. Dustin was carrying a Dr Pepper. Oh my gosh. Um, I think going along with that is um, the fact that, you know, we were talking about this before, is is maintenance, is the idea of maintenance is long-term. It's not a quick fix. It's not drop 15 pounds. Right. You know, there's like healthy. crash diet. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that um, a lot of people go to, go to that those lengths of, hey, let's just try to lose a whole bunch of weight, and they don't think about the long-term health effects and... Uh, a wedding can be a great motivator. Absolutely, yeah. So, 
And you have friends that are getting married, you yes, were saying? Yes, yes. I have, um, especially one friend right now, and she's tried a couple different things. She's getting married in June, um, which is pretty soon. Yeah. But the thing is, she she's had she's been engaged for, I think, a year and a half now. So she's had a, a little bit of time. And she tried Whole30, and mm-hmm. that worked really, really well for her. And... That that is a big lifestyle change very quickly, mm-hmm. and luckily she's the kind of person that commit when she's decided to commit to something she completely commits to it. So it's been okay for her afterwards. But I I know I know a couple other people that have tried that diet before, and um, it's really just about a lifestyle change. It's about eating whole foods instead of that quick. I know it was easy to just go buy McDonald's or go pick up a burger really quick because it was easy. Um, sometimes making that little bit of a harder choice, spending about 15 more minutes will help you overall. And if you commit to that, then you'll see huge changes over a long period of time or even a short period of time. Just you'll feel better in a week. You eat whole foods for a week, you'll feel better. Yeah. I think like, I don't know about you two, but I, when it comes to eating healthy specifically, time is always the biggest hurdle to jump over. And, you know, you're planning a wedding, you're working full time, you know, you're still trying to maintain like, and, you know, healthy friendships and stuff like that during wedding planning. Uh, and that time is never really yeah. there. And it, it's time but, and money. Cause if you want a quick, healthy, right. That's true too. That's it's expensive. Be more expensive. Yeah. yeah. So I think, uh, you know, making the extra effort, like you said, is, is a big one. Is there anything, um, that, you know, because we're still kind of uh, talking about that first couple of decisions you can make. Is there anything to avoid, you know, when it comes to being or trying to kind of get into a healthy routine? Avoid. Um, making excuses is a huge one I hear all the time. <laughs> I was not expecting Yeah, that. making excuses, saying that you don't have enough time. I understand not having enough time. Um, like, but when you don't have enough time... Make another excuse to make some time. You need seven, between six and eight hours of sleep a night will keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. That I mean, anything more than eight really is has shown to be detrimental to your spine health. So I tell my patients six to eight hours of sleep a night and say you couldn't get to the gym that day. I understand. People have kids. People, people are busy. They have jobs. They have high stress work life. But... Just moving, just sweating for 10 to 15 minutes, and you can do that in your living room. Like, you can, you, it's just, it's really just about finding a way to make that excuse, I'm tired, I don't have time, and really just find another excuse to say, no, actually, I'm gonna rise above that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this workout in. I said I was gonna work out three days a week, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. Make excuses, but for, um, the good you part. know, for the good parts. Yeah. So you uh, you teach a lot of different kinds of things. I mean, is there something that you love more than others? Um, like in terms of fitness? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think I mentioned before, I personally um, do CrossFit. It's I was a soccer player. I was a Division One soccer player in college. Mm-hmm. And when I graduated, and I immediately went to chiropractic school um, two months after graduation, and I missed that, missed that a lot. Didn't know how to fill that void of being a part of something, that community, that team aspect, mm-hmm. and just being competitive. 
So CrossFit was, I mean, it was just natural for me and it's a lot of fun and I do it with my fiance and all of our friends. So, I mean, going to the gym is actually going to hang out with my friends a lot of the time. So that's always nice. But I also teach, I also teach boot camp classes at Groove Ride in Woodmere. Um, and those classes are so fun because those women and men are so excited to be there because it's the whole point is to make it a fun workout mm-hmm. for them. They have 50 minutes. That's all they get. And yeah. they want to, they want to get destroyed by it and they want to leave feeling really good about themselves. And I get to do that for them. And, and it, it gives me sick pleasure because I give them, <laughs> I give them a lot of the stuff that I do. Um, and I get to watch them do it and I know how it feels yeah. and that, I mean, and that's sick. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> um, so what is what it, for people that don't know what is you know boot camp what and and how does it relate to Groove Ride? Okay, so Groove Ride is they have a, it's a fitness boutique. They have one in downtown Cleveland now. They just opened up a couple mm-hmm. months ago, um, and they have they offer a lot of different things. They have like beatbox. They have which is boxing and a little bit of a boot camp aspect. Boot camp is like interval training. Um, it's a commu- You have a small group between even from one to 20 people mm-hmm. in a room and it's just different movements. Every single workout is different. Anybody can do it. That's the coolest part. I give a lot of modifications in terms of, I, I think my oldest boot camper is like 65 oh or something. And then my youngest, I have like teens. So, mm-hmm. and everybody's doing the same workout, but maybe in a different way. And it makes everybody feel really good to be together and doing the same thing. And, and cheering each other on afterwards is a huge thing, too, for me. Um, but they also have spin, spin classes, and I, that's a huge, huge thing there. It's really cool because Groove Ride incorporates a lot of music. Um, they have pure movement, so they have, um, like, it's a women's pole dancing class, like fitness pole dancing class, which is really, really cool. Um, Angela Maximo, she leads that up, and she's just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. A great person to be on this show, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like I want to, uh, like... You know, when I'm in better shape, I want to, like, learn how to do the spinning thing, um, like the coaching, just because of the music aspect, being a wedding DJ. Like, uh, Never I've, thought about that. I've yeah. done my fair share of, you know, spinning classes, and I'll be sitting there, and I'll be like, this this isn't a good song for this. We could, I could do much better than this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, and they make it a huge aspect of it. It's just, it's like it's so much being fun. a DJ yeah. during it. Yeah. Well, you pick, I mean, I have a lot of friends that spin. And my wife does too, and I have gone on multiple occasions with her, and everybody that I've ever known is always picking their instructor based on their Their playlist, yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's the thing. I never thought about that. That is actually like... uh, At my old gym, I would would avoid one time of spinning because the, the guy's music was so bad. See now, I think we have a new business. There you go. You're always thinking of new businesses, and, and and you're sitting there DJing in yeah. the background. Hey, by the way, if you guys are getting fit for your wedding, I can DJ that as well. Beards and spin. Do you like this? I love it. <laughs> Beards and spin. <laughs> so uh, I wanted. I also wanted to hit today on on nutrition. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a huge aspect to um, you know overall health, you know health. Uh, especially getting ready for a wedding. Um, is there anything that you personally are doing or you've seen, you know, you've mentioned that uh, several of your friends are engaged now too. I mean, is there anything that, um, cause there's so many diets out there now right, there's yeah. keto and there's whole 30 and there's, and some of them just goes 
so much to the extreme that it's such a drastic change that people do it for a week and then they stop. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, because it's hard. Yeah. Um, I know just like personally, um, I have patients and they tell me, they're like, I'm going to start the keto diet. And I'm like, okay, this is a great idea. However, why don't we start with something a little easier so that when we start the keto diet, it's a little bit easier to, okay, really maintain that mm-hmm. because it is very difficult to start a diet like that. Just cold turkey. I mean, if you're used to eating what you want to eat and when you want to eat it, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go on a highly restrictive diet um, on foods and quantity, mm-hmm. I mean, there is a high success of, I mean, a high failure rate right there. You're probably going to succeed at right. failing on that one. Um, for me, personally, I love to eat. I love to eat a lot of food, and I have a huge sweet tooth. I mean, sweet treats. I, Chad, my fiance, calls me the carb queen. Um, because not just like bread and stuff, but fruit because it's sugary and delicious. Yeah. But for me, macros, counting macros has been really, really, really helpful because what are macros, so macronutrients. So you're talking about your carbs, your fats <clears throat> and proteins. And, um, by knowing your ratios of that. So I know I preach to my patients a lot about protein. They don't, I tell them to just be a little bit aware of it. Go home, count your protein for a day, how many grams you're taking in, and come back and tell me what it is. And they find out that they're substantially lower in that ratio of what where they should be. And that's an eye-opener. So it's really good about what your body weight is, how often you work out, and then you determine your macronutrients from that, what ratio of carbs, what ratio, ratio of protein and fats that you should be taking in. And therefore, guess what? You can eat what you want throughout the day. As long as you're staying in those ratios or close to those ratios and you do that over two weeks and you're going to feel like you're feeding your body and like you're not going to be hungry because you're still eating the things you want to eat. You're just doing it within structured guidelines that are a little less crazy. Mm -hmm. Is there an app for that? Yeah. Um, My fitness pal is a great way to do that. Um, They track your macronutrients for you. You can upgrade, but I would just get the... Free version, and you just click macronutrients, and they'll be like, "Oh, red, you've eaten 700 carbs today," and you're like, "Oh, oops, (laughs) scared to death, messed up." (laughs) I've had two fats, 700 carbs, and four proteins. Okay, there's my ratio. It's a little messed up. We need to skew this a little. So, I mean, even if it's like you're eating a really high protein meal, Mm -hmm. and then you're like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to hit my fats today. I'm going to eat a spoonful of peanut butter, and I'm done." Then you make it. That's good. I like spoonfuls of peanut butter. Me too. I, I add them every morning. <laughs> my, my problem is when I get the powdered sugar out and start dipping it in there. I, I, um, I have a few friends that are doing keto, and they, um, they have fat bombs. These are just like basically like fatty, tr- like chocolatey yep. treats yep. that are just... I'm like, this isn't a diet. It is. It is a diet. <laughs> it's about your fats. Oh, my gosh. I want to also talk about the weeks leading up to the wedding because okay. i feel like that's something that everybody like freaks out about especially like the day before the wedding she's like not eating anything or like she's at the rehearsal dinner and she's like oh no 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 i can't i'll just have some water and some crackers um and you know there's there's obviously like you know you're going up to the point of just before the wedding. It's almost like training for a marathon. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. It's kind of, you have that lead up. It's like the game. 
Right. Yeah, go play in the game the next day. What is it that people can be doing, like, the couple weeks before, the week before? I don't even know what the time period is, really. Um, but I feel like... The chiropractor is about to come out me. I'm going to talk about inflammation. <laughs> um, really just being conscious of inflammatory foods. So I know a lot of women, especially um, brides leading up to their wedding day, they talk about bloat and bloating, and they're like, I just feel so bloated. Um, okay, so learning your body over the six months before your wedding, you're probably already being a little conscious about what you're eating and you know what produces that sort of feeling of bloat. So the week before your wedding, try to keep those inflammatory foods down. Um, for me, I like, I love beer. I love the taste of beer, but I know it affects my, the bloat or whatever you want to call it. I just don't digest it the way you're supposed to. And, um, and other people, it's not the same. Some people, it's bread. And I can eat bread. Bread's not a big deal for me. Um, so it's just about kind of knowing. you, you got to know what is going to affect you like that. You you can't go eat an entire wheel of cheese without expecting a little bit of bloat afterwards. Mm. So week leading up to your wedding, let's decrease those inflammatory foods and you'll be fine. Even, even the night before, you need to eat. You have to eat. Right. Otherwise... You know you're going to be drinking some that, that day of your wedding. Yeah. You're crazy if you don't think you're going to. And you don't want to feel like crap the day of your wedding. You want to feel good. How does drinking on the day of your wedding, like, that's a good point. Like, the day before, you should be prepping like it's a marathon. Yeah. A marathon of drinking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, mo- I mean or maybe honestly, not. let's or, be or let's be real. Um, I do always tell. I may have mentioned this before, but I always tell just a tip for like anybody that's planning a wedding, which is, is a lot of the people that might be listening to this podcast. So I always tell people like, hey, don't get the guys together mm-hmm. more than a couple hours before they need to be somewhere. Because then it does turn into a marathon. That's and you do not want that. Absolutely do not want that. Yeah, I, I, leading up to it. And then, obviously, you know, honeymoon, you can let loose a little bit. Yeah. You guys are already going to kind of, like, be... What are we're you guys, doing? What are you guys doing? Yeah. That's what so we're like, doing. are you going to hang out with people afterwards or what? So we, everybody that we invited, we invited to stay as long as they wanted. We didn't really care. I mean, uh-huh. the resort is huge. Um, and we told them, we said, this is your vacation. If you're going to fly down there, you might as well stay for the extended amount of time. We're only going to be there for a week because we didn't want to leave our patients. Um, and we're going like Wednesday through Wednesday. So mm-hmm. we'll have that Monday, Tuesday before. And then when we get back, we can treat Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Um, so we're not abandoning our patients like that. And we'll probably, we'll probably just do that every year. We'll probably do like an anniversary trip so that we can get our honeymoon. You know, people go away for like a Re- week to two Re-energize, weeks. Re-energize, yeah. yeah. And we'll just take that little by little. We like our small trips though. Yeah. Yeah. I like the small trips too. I do too. Unfortunately, I... We have to take long trips to see family. Yes. Uh, Eric was just in uh, Southeast Asia. Really? Yeah, my wife's from Thailand. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we uh, every two years, well, after this last trip, she's, she's not really happy with many of her family members. So she said five years we're going back. Uh-oh. Which I'm okay with. Traveling with, <laughs> a, traveling with a baby. I've already been there twice, so but, but traveling with a baby is, is difficult enough on its own. Um, so... You had mentioned that you have several friends uh, that are, you know, engaged. They're planning a wedding. Um, I feel like there's kind of a good support system from your friends. For sure. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think that it, it kind of reasons 
to be said that, you know, power in numbers, as you were talking about, you know, going and having time where you're uh, trying to lead to more lead to a more healthy lifestyle uh, with your significant other that can also be found with friends. So um, have, have you seen anything like that in your kind of circle? Um, actually, a lot of my friends have started CrossFit now, um, pretty much. I, I know that one, one of my friends that is getting married, her fiancé does CrossFit, and my one of my other best friends, her best friend as well. So one of my birds, I would say, um, they do CrossFit together. So my friend that's getting married, it doesn't actually do it. But, um, my other best friend with her, they, her and her fiance do it together. Um, but we all live in different places. I know another one of my friends in Texas has started CrossFit as well. It's just about, I think we need to hear a little bit more about CrossFit CrossFit in general. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm curious if, you know, what's the next thing after CrossFit? Because I feel like we're, we got to be pretty close to critical mass for CrossFit, right? Like, there has to be something oh, coming behind it. It's, I mean, it's growing. It's yeah. still growing. Like, I, I honestly don't understand how it hasn't become, like, a TV show every single night. So right. that people can just watch these people work out. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> like, po- like poker did when I was in college. Yeah, Everybody would just sit around and watch, watch people watch the, play poker. Like, what, World Series of Poker yeah, or whatever exactly. it was? Yeah. That's exactly what this is. It's like, people love to watch these top games athletes just work out. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm one of those people. Like, oh, look at them go. It's really cool. Now my parents are on the, taking the, drinking the Kool-Aid, the CrossFit Kool-Aid. What? So I've never done it. Dustin, have you ever tried I, it? Uh, once. Once? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Why once? <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> it is. It is hard. I didn't finish my first workout. Yeah. But it's a very common misconception that you have to be fit before you try so CrossFit. My understanding is you go in and then... Like each day, there's a different workout. Yes, so it's already it's already written. Um, that's probably the best part is that it's an hour long, and you're told what to do. So it's like you just had a hard day at work, or you're about to go to work. Turn off your brain. You don't have to come up with your own workout, and you're gonna leave feeling like you did more than you've ever done in your life, and it's gonna feel good later. And mm-hmm. you just, I always tell, I tell people to justify it. In a month, if you don't like it, if you don't, if you want to quit after a month, I will pay for your membership for that month. I have never had to pay for a membership after that because everybody keeps doing it. They well, now I feel like I need to do obsessed. it for a month. There you go. <laughs> Just commit to it for a month. That's what I tell everybody. For one month, go three days. But you have to go three days a week for one month. And if you don't feel better about yourself in general, that's all I care about. It's how you feel about yourself. Then quit, and I will give you money. There's a, like a, a a ranking system within CrossFit as well, right? Like um, or competitions. The, right now, so the Open, the CrossFit yeah. Open, is what's going on right now. Um, it actually just finished last night. Oh, it was awful. I'll tell you that. Um, so the entire world is competing. <laughs> the entire world, um, and there's different divisions. So mm-hmm. technically, we're in the Central East Division, which is, by the way, the hardest division for especially for men. And then top 20 from the Central East go to the Central Regional, which is like a super regional. It's a combination of a lot of people in America. And then from there, only the top five individuals and teams go to the CrossFit Games. And then the winner of the Games gets $275,000. So wow. um, 
Well, I mean, if that's not motivation. Well, the thing is, is that you, <laughs> first place gets that. I mean, second place gets a substantial amount of money too. I think it's like seventy-five or something. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and work all out. These people have sponsors. We're gonna give you money. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. I think we both have uh, the same chances of being a CrossFit Games champion as we do playing in the NBA. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, you never. You'd know. be surprised. My, You'd be my, surprised. My, my uncle, my uncle does it, and um, it, he, you know, obviously he's in an older age bracket than I am, but he, he he's had great success with it. So I think that uh, CrossFit's a great way to uh, you know one good activity. I think that a lot of brides that. I've come across, um, you know, do a myriad of different things yeah. to to maintain an active, healthy lifestyle, whether it be spin or a CrossFit or, you know, going somewhere really specific like an Orange Theory or, yeah. you know, whatever. But I think that uh, one of the most important things to to focus on is the more holistic approach to things. Like, it's not just, you know... Going to, I, I love how when people rationalize uh, chiropractic care. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you you know you don't want to do that. That's you know. But it's like if you're you know doctors are so much better. Blah blah blah. But it's you know if you're not looking at it like okay, this is one aspect of my body, this is another aspect of my body, and if you're not going to your regular physician, and if you're not going to a chiropractor, and if you're not maintaining a healthy lifestyle with your nutrition. Right. I mean, it's all part of this larger thing. And if you don't uh, prepare for your wedding that way, you know, bringing it back, um, and you you just focus on dropping weight, Mm -hmm. then you're really doing yourself a disservice because, like I said to you guys before we started recording today, you know, you have that, you know, opportunity after the wedding to just gain all that weight back. And you're like, holy crap, like what just happened? Right. And that's not what you want to have happen. It's almost like you don't want to use the wedding as motivation. Right. Use the rest of your life (laughs) as the motivation and being healthy. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and there's other things that happen after your wedding. You know, you have children, um, you need to, uh, or or you don't have children and you know you you're getting older and yeah. you you know the older we get the more frail our bodies become anyway so uh, you really want to maintain that healthy lifestyle yeah to, like functional fitness yeah um, functioning in everyday life being able to be prepared for anything like that I think that that's one of the reasons why I love Code Cairo is because they focus uh, like Mary said at on movement, and it's not just like, "Hey, come in," you know. We'll adjust you real quick and rack em, crack see, em. yeah, rack them, <laughs> yeah. crack them, like in and out kind of thing. Um, you know, there's so many different things that you guys do. Uh, whether it's you know devices, you know, there's a, I feel like a, a million a million a toys, toys and devices <laughs> there that like just do uh, so many different things. Um, but it's all focused on you know that kind of holistic approach to you know, not just one thing. And, um, after, after the wedding is the, is the same kind of, you want to carry that through, uh, so that you can be healthy for the rest of your life. Right. Like you, Eric, no more soda. Oh boy. No. Well, I mean, that was, that was eight, nine years ago that I quit soda and you haven't had a drop of soda since. No, of course I've had. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, damn, that's really good. (laughs) You know, like, um, Vodka and sodas. It mostly will come along with me going out. Yeah. yeah. To 
you know, but I, I won't order a pop at a restaurant or anything like that. Keeps your bill down, too. But that's, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I still got beer. Yeah, and that's something that I, I'm struggling with right now is just getting back back into it. I think summertime helps. I don't know what I can't, it is about I can't leather. Wear. I, it's yeah. because everybody's like, oh, I'm going to have to be wearing less clothes soon. And everybody's going to have to see me. I feel better. Like, I feel like I want to go buzz my hair and, like, get it's into happiness. the gym. It's vitamin D. Like, oh, man. Is that what it is? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I need more vitamin D in my life. Absolutely. I think most people have a vitamin D deficiency, right? Um, in Cleveland. I think the, I think the no, in the, it's the entire world. The entire yeah. world has a deficiency in vitamin D overall. Mm. The percentage is ridiculous, especially in the U.S., um, vitamin D is the number one deficiency of wow. vitamins. Can I ask a question about that? Yeah, sure. To somebody that may be qualified to like actually talk about this, because like <laughs> this has been a debate between Melissa and I. Like, if everybody has a vitamin D deficiency, then is it a deficiency? Is it a deficiency? Yeah, then it's like it's like oh, isn't, isn't that just that the, the normal? normal? Yeah. No, so. I, I get what you're saying there, and the optimum level is kind of what they're going off of there. Gotcha. So the optimal level is this, and everybody's below yeah. that is what they're saying. Yeah, man, that's just, like, being springtime now and getting outside. You smile. And you get these, like, yeah, you yeah. get, like, you do get happier. And that's why, like, it's interesting to me when people plan weddings, it's usually, like, January, February, March. Mm-hmm. Those are like the most depressing times to like be doing anything. Agreed. You know what I mean? So like how do you plan a wedding when you feel Well that? then you have something to look forward to. That's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's true. Um Yeah. Do we have a one star review today? We do, yeah. Holy moly, this is gonna be new for you. <laughs> What's that mean? There's all sorts of different things going on here. Um so every episode I pull a one star review from Yelp. Um try and relate it to our guest so i have a review from a chiropractor um from boston massachusetts um so i read the one star review and then we kind of just talk through it and see what maybe this this person could have done better (laughs) Um, this is a long one and this uh this practice actually had a lot of one star reviews so i tried i picked the one that got the most funny votes there's a um, funny vote. But. Yeah, there's a useful, a funny, and a cool. Damn. So this one got 28 useful and four funnies. Two cools. But this this group had a ton of negative reviews. Is there a name? Um, yeah, actually there is. You get to pick a name. This would kill me. <laughs> um, actually, give me two men's names. You're on one. Jonathan. Uh, you can shorten it to John to make it easier okay. for you. I I pick Juan. Juan, Juan and John. <laughs> I like it. My uncle's Juan. name was Juan. Well, it's technically John and John. Isn't yes, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One's just Spanish. <laughs> All right. So this is a one-star review from a chiropractor in Massachusetts. Starts off with a quotation. Why don't we evaluate you... Based on how you feel, because 40% of people who died of heart attacks did not feel any symptoms. End quotes. Sounds like logic, right? This is just one direct quote from the video you are made to watch when going in for an evaluation at John Street Chiropractic. I bought a promotional deal for $25 that promised a full evaluation, x-rays, and other great-sounding perks. I go in for my first assessment. Uh, because they won't do assessment and then tell you the results. You have to schedule a second appointment for that. 
And then the first thing I get is a tour of the office, a very canned presentation from the receptionist that, no joke, pointed out the frame of their practices motto on the wall, and she read it aloud for me word for word. <laughs> Showed me the alignment tables that are all in plain view and in the back rooms. It felt extremely awkward and unnecessary and cheesy. I went into one of the private rooms with John, and he asked me very leading questions. Uh, do you play sports? Any car accidents? Ever tripped and fallen as a kid? I mean, how answers? who answers no to any of these questions these days? Um, went to a second room and got my x-rays on their state-of-the-art machine, which looked like it was from the 70s, and then had to go make a follow-up appointment to get my results. They kept pressing me to get insurance information, apparently for my convenience, if I chose to come back. Uh, I didn't want to give this out because I already had mixed feelings about the practice. My second visit was even worse. I was taken into one of the private rooms with six other people and offered snacks, already put into paper cups, so who knows what they were, and they didn't show us the packaging. These were, quote, really, really yummy snacks full of protein that the practice sells. So the receptionist who kept pitching them, oh, that's, I hate reading these because the, the grammar is terrible. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, so the receptionist who kept pitching them said. And then we all had to watch a 10-minute video about what being a chiropractor is, how fixing your spine will allow you to never get sick because your nerves are what controls everything, etc., etc. We then had to watch a PowerPoint saying the same things given by Juan. Uh, only after all this did I get to see my x-rays, and then I was told immediately that if I wanted an alignment, it would be $150 for two sessions or something ridiculous like that. I said, no thanks, I'd like to do more research, but I would like a copy of my x-rays, and I was told that I'll have to pay $15 to pick them up for myself or fill out a form for my doctor to request them. The whole thing felt like a huge scam. I am positive that seeing a chiropractor has benefits. And I will more than likely visit another practice, but I did not like the atmosphere or the way um, I felt like they were trying to sell me something and just get my money. Also, for having a practice on John Street, I was surprised at how old, worn, and dingy the office was. Definitely won't recommend going here. That is scathing. That's sad. It's a long one, too. That is a long one. Yeah. So this, this wasn't a legit chiropractor's office, right? Um, actually, you'd be surprised. This is, uh, we call this old school chiropractic. You know how I referred to Co-Cairo as yeah. new school? Kind of breaking the mold in terms of, I, I've heard that exact same story from so many patients. So I'm surprised that that's like the one-star review because that's so normal. Um, they call those mass review of findings. So every patient that comes in does their second visit kind of the same. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that makes the patient feel like they're like the person next to them instead of an individual. Isn't your condition different than the person right next to you? Even if you have low back pain, isn't the person next to you, their low back pain is different than yours because you're different people and um, you move differently. Everybody moves differently. So the actually it just makes it easier. It's easier to pump, um, get a flow of patients in and out in that kind of way. Um, typically in those practices, they spend less time with their patients and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a different way of, a different way of practicing, looking at, it's really just about joint mobilization rather than looking at a bigger, fuller picture. Yeah. What about um, hawking snacks in paper cups? <laughs> um, that's a little weird to me. That was um, the funny ones. Yeah. The votes for yeah. money. Like, we don't even know what's in those cups. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, we offer things at our office, but they're all prepackaged, and you can see what it is. <laughs> we don't just give people like a candy. You're not jar. mixing Chex Mix in yeah, the back, no. no. This is our healthy snack. <laughs> this is our healthy Chex Mix. They're just in Ziploc bags with a right? label on it. Oh gosh, no, I, no nutritional facts. One of the things for me that like popped out, and maybe it's it's just because I've had both experiences, mm-hmm. is for I didn't go to a chiropractor for eight years. Uh, I went to one, and then I, I took a break for eight years, and then I ended up at Code Cairo. And I think it was just so so polar opposite. You know, what was the term you used? Like, it was like a one-and-done kind of like... Rack'em, rack, crack'em. Rack'em, crack'em. Like, that was definitely the place that I went to downtown. Right. And um, it was just so different working with people that cared more about my health than about, you know, just one isolated incident. I felt like it was just more, like we keep talking about, like the whole picture mm-hmm. um, and and movement and, and things like that. This did not seem like that at all. It just seemed like a place you go to, like when you hurt your elbow or your back or your knee or whatever. And, um, you know, avoiding places like that is something that I've been a big proponent of because um, there's just so much more. I mean, I don't think we've talked about it at all today, but you do a a myriad of other things health-wise, you know, uh, dry needling and, you know, laser therapy and all sorts of other things that you could probably talk about. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you said, you mentioned they have all the toys. (laughs) Yeah, so we just try to have different, we say building our tool belt. Um, We just have like to have different tools because, like I said, everybody's different. Um, you may respond really well to that class four laser therapy, um, just for that deep tissue healing or some, some of my patients, it's dry needling, dry needling is the only thing that gets them better. They feel so much better and they feel it immediately. Um, and then we also like the ART that, that soft tissue I was talking about, the active release technique. I mean, that's some people, that's the only thing they respond to. And then of course we have the recovery room, the Norma Tech boots for compression therapy, the vibration machine. So the vibe plate, which is just basically whole body activation, which I'd say probably three times a day. I don't know how I've lived without this thing. I really, you my literally like I say, explain it real quick. I say it like, all the it's time. unbelievable what um, this thing is. Every, Every single patient, almost every single patient, I don't put my pregnant women on this um, just because there's no research behind it. And we're very, very research-based. We don't do anything that doesn't have something that supports it. Um, so the vibe plate, basically, it, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a large plate. I think it's 24 inches by 36 or something like that. And it vibrates. But it vibrates really, it's a strong vibration. There's different... Hertz, so there's different levels, and science supports the different levels. The higher you turn it up, the more joint activation, muscle activation. Um, so it's a good for a warm up. So if you're warming up to work out and you get on this thing, you're activating every single muscle in your body. Hmm. So great for a warm up, great for stretching. I tell my patients, you get on this thing and you stretch your hamstrings, you're going to be able to touch your toes when you get off this thing because it just enhances that stretch so much. Great for osteoporosis, great for lymph flow, and um, just whole body circulation. It just has so many applications. That's why we're just like every single patient, I don't care what you have, this is where you're going to become kind of the same person. You're getting on this thing because you're going to get some sort of benefit from it. And you just stand there. 
it's all those things that make me feel like uh, brides and grooms and, you know, just anybody that's really trying to get healthy um, needs to be at a practice that's not what you just read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, um, I don't know, it just, to me, it, like, you just hear about all those tools and it's like, holy crap, that's nothing like what you what you read there. So it's been a, a while since we've had a response. Oh, you have a response today? Yeah. Oh, geez, Lise, this is my favorite part. Um, I haven't read it, so I don't know how entertaining it is. Oh, but gosh. It's always nice to hear what they have to say. And they responded to it? They, they responded yes. to the review. This is like the... These are priceless. So they they pretty much just mirrored the the review. So it starts off um, refuting what she said about the, the um, heart attack thing. Um, so here it is. In 48% of men and 63% of women who died suddenly of coronary heart disease, there were no symptoms of this disease. American Heart Association. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. Um, so then he says, Dear Blank, um, the girl's name, I will address your points individually. Our office tour is designed to familiarize people with how a, a doctor of chiropractic office works. That makes sense. Since many of them, like you, have never set foot in a chiropractic office. Our uh, DR digital x-ray machine is indeed state-of-the-art. We were one of the first offices in the state to offer this over six years ago. Our eight-minute video is a concise presentation of information to introduce someone to the profession who has never been to a doctor of chiropractic office. Imagine if you were going to the dentist for the first time at age 25. There's a lot to know about dentistry, brushing, flossing, cavities, gum disease, and root canals. How would the dentist explain things to you? Could she do all this in one visit? Do you think a video would be a good tool to use? The overwhelmingly positive response from our clients is reflected in our survey results. In the last round of surveys done at the uh, done at visit 10, 94% of clients said they would refer their friends and family to our office. The other 6% still had to make up their minds. No one said no. We offered you a complimentary snack at your visit. Since your appointment was at 6.15, some of our clients do not get a chance to eat prior to coming in. We take care of our clients like family and offer them a bite to eat. You received a 91% discount professional courtesy on your visit to our office. As a part of our mission, we make those low-cost opportunities available to especially help those who would be intimidated by the cost of an exam and x-rays. Compared to our neighbors at Massachusetts General Hospital, our fees are significantly less for all services. How much did your last visit to your doctor cost? Check your billing statement. I am positive that ours is significantly less expensive. I wish you success in finding the help you need with your significant health issues. I will compliment you on the fact that you had the courage to put your name on the review, unlike many Yelpers. Um, so just going through this guy's reviews, he called out like three or four people for not using their real names because he responded to a lot. Um, and he's like, that's combative. not your name. And there was a lot of Spanish names, too. So I think people are using, like, like we did one. And John. he yelled at Emmanuel. Um, that's not your real name. We don't have Emmanuel in our system. <laughs> um, but I liked his review. Like, I, I feel like this is the first time, like, a review actually addressed everything that, or uh, the response actually addressed everything that the reviewer had to say. I mean, I get it. I, I just think that there's a, a lack of 
authenticity there that yeah. you know could have been uh, already demonstrated in in the first visit, and you know you really should be looking for people. I mean, maybe you should be saying this rather than me, but like you really should be looking at people assisting with your health that care about your overall health <laughs> rather than hey buy this, hey buy that. Um, I run, I get it. He's running a business for sure, and you know we're all business owners, and so um, I get that aspect of it. But there's a lot more, you know, care that could be put into um, the, the the sales pitch, I guess. Yeah, and it goes back to what Mary said about making the person feel like they're, you know, an individual and not just a, a herd and, and a group of cattle. Yeah, and that I, I think it goes without saying that like anything that we talked about over the last, you know, forty five minutes is obviously applicable to you know a large number of people, but everybody should be you know uh, considering themselves as a unique you know uh, example of health, and um, you should obviously seek uh, the appropriate uh, advice from the appropriate people for your situation, you know. Um, and, and what your goals are. So, yeah. um, so that's it. Do you have any hashtags? I didn't write anything down. You don't have a piece of paper in your hand, so I, I you know I left my phone in my pocket for most of this uh, this recording. I don't usually do that. I'm writing stuff down. Um, I do have a couple of, of uh, hashtags. All right. Um, and I just lost them. No, oh, no. You got a hashtag? I, you just want one. You, as, many as, as many as you want. As you yeah. want. I mean, I got all the hashtags. Um, so I would, I would have said something about there's no quick fix. Um, and I like it. Um, yeah. the hashtags. That's small, a good one. Small changes. Oh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Ah, small changes. Mm-hmm. I like those. So we got no quick fix and small changes. Those are good. And obviously, hashtagging uh, Code Cairo. Code Cairo. Of course. Um, I guess that brings us right into plugs. Uh, Mary, where can uh, where can people find info about yourself and Code Cairo? You can find info about us at www.codecairo.com, and that gives you a lot of information on us. We're also on Facebook. We also for at Code Cairo. Um, our Instagram handle is Code Cairo as well. All of those things we post through social media. We post on stories a lot about what we're doing, and we link it all to our website. But best way to do that, or just if you want to talk to us, email us at heal at Code Cairo. Dot com or even shoot us and shoot us an email, give us a call, leave us a message. We always get back to everybody. Their Instagram is pretty awesome. I know I'm going to check it out right now. Oh, you got to check it out. Um, I like uh, I like instruct. If if you're local in Cleveland, I mean, it definitely goes without saying that you know going to uh, boot camp at, at Groove Ride or you know just uh, going over to Code Cairo uh, is an absolute must. Uh, I'm one of the biggest advocates. Uh, I don't advocate for too much, but I think that health is important, and I'm really not that great with my health. So um, I I feel like over the last year and a half, I've become healthier as a result of being at Code Cairo. So, yeah, I'm very appreciative. I love the movement. There's a movement right now. People are pushing for that healthy lifestyle and holistic healthy lifestyle. Not just taking a pill and... I got a muscle cramp. I'm going to take a muscle relaxer. Right. No. Like, there's some other other things that we can do. Mm-hmm. Let's not yeah. dilute the things in our body. Let's help our body heal itself. I like that. I like that as a final thought. 
Final thought? Oh, you didn't even get our own plugs in. <laughs> why don't you get? Why don't you get your plugs? Sorry, at uh, at the bearded bride, um, all over the place. You guys know that. Um, I'm at the bearded DJ, Dustin. I'm uh, at Mel underscore O R D P on Instagram. That's all I'm plugging this week. Just your wife. Just my wife, because I don't do the uh, social media as well as she does. You should. I keep saying I I'm going like to get you'd on. I feel be pretty good at the Maybe stories. After episode X, I will get on the stories. Like stories. you're you're doing stuff to I, your house. I watch your stories. Yeah, yeah. I from, just have like one or two a, a week. Yeah, that's all. Um, so final. Th- what was the final thought? We just we just had it, and then. Well, I was just yeah. I mean, the final thought was I, I looking even, at things holistically. Yeah, yeah that's. I it. think that's that's one of the things. Let that your body is, heal itself. Mm. That's what I said. That was my last one. Final I like it. Thoughts. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Best so, podcast ever. Best podcast ever. Hashtag. That was really... Hashtag. That's real, though. Bye. Bye.